Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast, Mindful Minutes. This is your host, Tanay Sarpoddar. Mindful Minutes is a platform to brainstorm marketing ideas and strategies specifically for small and medium businesses. This is our episode 1 of season 1. I am super excited and I hope you will be too when we look into these marketing gems together. I am grateful to our sponsor, Marinoid, the marketing agency designed to empower SMBs for making this podcast possible. They are helping us bring you the best insights in B2B marketing. For the first episode, we have Kunal Shah, a healthcare marketer, microbiologist, alcohol technologist and above all, a dear friend. We've worked together and brainstormed countless ideas while working together and even beyond that. So it made perfect sense for me to invite him and let the world know about his 360-degree marketing vision. Hey Kunal, thank you and welcome to our Mindful Minutes podcast episode 1, season 1. Hey, hi, hi Tane. Thank you so much for inviting me for your first episode of Mindful Minutes. Really very, very, very super excited to be here with you. And uh, as usual, uh, we can talk on ends about marketing. Uh, I know, I remember we have done that for a long, long period <laughs> of time. Uh, let's do the same here on the podcast. Uh, and let's, uh, with an expanded audience, uh, where absolutely. we talk about marketing a lot. Absolutely, absolutely. Hashtag casual, as you say. <laughs> <laughs> so before we embark on these marketing lines, let me start by sharing an anecdote. I have always believed that there is one incident or a particular thing that sparks or paves way for our future. For me, I love sports. I even represented my game on bigger platforms. But during all those years, one thing always intrigued me. How does one define the right team or combination? It cannot always be the current performance or just an experience. This thought has always led my career. The fundamental question, why? <laughs> so, what's what's your sparking incident, Kunal? You've been in marketing, B2B marketing for a good 12 plus years. Do tell us what inspires you still. Uh, that's a tough question, actually. Uh, but if I look back, uh, I have been part of, during my school years, even in my college years and across my life, uh, I have been uh, very much uh, involved in uh, doing a lot of different events Okay, at different stages of my life. And uh, every event, uh, you know, there is a lot of headache behind the event management, right? You have to manage vendors. Some people agree to it. Some people don't. Then there are cost pressures. So there are a lot of things to keep on balancing constantly on phone last minute someone will say I won't be able to do this you have to find another vendor a number <laughs> of things in an event management okay and uh, one of my friend who was very dear and dear to me uh, one day we were just sitting and chit chatting and he was talking about why do you want to take so much headache okay and uh, that was the point when I realized that uh, I never felt it at a headache because every time I used to do an event, there was something new that needs to be done. Okay, 
every time an event discussion sparks up, uh, my point is, hey, what can we do different in this event? Okay, so that experimentation mindset is somewhere or the other already imbibed. Okay, uh, even today, if you talk about a campaign, if you talk about an event or any scenario, two or three ideas will start popping up in my mind, basically. Okay. So that conversation actually helped me understand that experimentation is something that I love the most. And one of the fields that would let me do a lot of experimentation is marketing. And I think because of that entering nature of experimentation uh, is where uh, the inclination towards marketing also came in later in the life. But that was that was that was the element where I thought that this is the mindset that I have experimentation. And that wherever, if it had been marketing, well and good. But if not marketing, everywhere, whichever field I have chosen, uh, I would be in the same phase where the minute you get a new task, you start getting two or three ideas in your mind. Awesome, awesome. See, that's Kunal for you guys, a 360 degree marketer. Uh, on that note, when does one become a 360 degree marketer? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I think, yeah, a lot of people have asked me uh, and I know it's not not that it's my term or anything. Uh, it's a very common industry term that we need a 360 degree market here. Okay. But lately, not pe- many people talk about it. And um, I think uh, after digital marketing especially came in, okay, uh, you started getting a lot of experts in specific field. And it's not that earlier we didn't have any experts. Okay. Earlier also, we had people who used to manage public relations. Then we had corp communication people, which should be a different team. And then there is on-field marketing team, which is a little different, right? So earlier also, you had that different differentiation, basically, okay? But with digital marketing, what happened is uh, people started becoming very, very niche experts, basically, okay? So you will see an SEO expert. You will see a paid advertising expert. You, uh, you will see... Uh, uh, and uh, uh, content expert, you will see a social media expert. So there were a lot. There are a lot of experts that have started coming up uh, with a very narrow, uh, narrow thought process for that specific area. Okay, and I think that is what uh, uh, is something that I don't think a marketer should think about. Okay, they can start that career with being a very specialist in each area. Okay, uh, but. Uh, I think a good marketer has to be a generalist and not a specialist. Okay. And I'm saying this both from a marketing angle and also from the business angle. Okay. The more you go through all, all the business integrities, you know that your business in and out, you become a really good marketer. Right. So rather than focusing on, and I mean, I'm not saying that you don't need to know the uh, deep knowledge about each of these sectors. You definitely need to know about it. Okay. So you start your career with a specialist, but the problem is nowadays people just want to have their career in that specific area. Okay. And that is where I think the term 360 degree marketer holds a much more bigger value because as you grow in the value chain of the marketing channels or even in your organization, if you want to become a VP or a CMO, uh, having a hold on all the things together is what make will help you make progress. So being a generalist is something that will help you progress in your career. If you are looking at marketer's career, uh, being a specialist may not. And that is from that's where I'm coming to the point that 
everybody should be a 360 degree marketer true that true that and the ultimate goal is for everybody is a seamless journey to define that you need to have uh, you know that understanding a holistic understanding for our viewers uh, let me just share something more kunal was aware of enterprise space when we first met i was more on the startups and smb side so together our team completed the vision for understanding the entire industry segment so later on we shared a lot of notes and we did overlap but our strong points still remain uh, personally for me smbs has always intrigued me they have passion they have zeal there's an aspiration and in fact they have everything to lose yet they are open to learning new things and are ready to take the risk the founders or entrepreneurs have a vast industry experience and bring in different ways to look at a problem just like how a marketer should also do and i've worked with a bunch of startups over a course of my journey most of them being b2b Uh, B2C is always a different beast. <laughs> you remember, we've worked together on a bunch of them, Kunal. So you know that. Uh, in fact, let's. It's time our viewers also know how your Chacha Chaudhary brain works. Uh, coming to our core, critical marketing elements for B2B companies. That's our topic for today. How do you look at it? So. Uh... what i would like to clearly indicate here is uh for me at at least uh, there are only four critical elements basically okay uh that every marketer should should be aware of especially uh, an smb marketer especially for them okay and uh that four elements that everybody should have a clear hold on are a strategy okay uh b communication objective c joint goals and then your channels for marketing basically okay what i have seen multiple times uh, in my career is that when someone asks about what are the critical elements or what are the different elements that we can use and people jump on to actually the channels okay and we'll talk about those channels a little later but i think the core of any marketing okay uh or any marketing uh, strategy for that matter is understanding your overall business strategy that's very important that is that has to be your critical element that what is your business strategy okay then the second biggest core or critical element becomes communication objectives and i think we need to expand a little bit more on communication objectives because 90% of the marketers make a mistake here uh, that they start working on marketing without defining their communication objectives very clearly absolutely and i think that is where at the end of the day you come to realize that oh i wanted to position my company as this but over a period of communication i have now positioned my company as xyz rather than abc okay so that has been always been a critical uh, discomfort uh, especially if, if you look at from a consumer standpoint भाई कहना क्या चाहते हो राइट दैट कॉमन टर्म दैट इज वॉट इज ऑलवेज मिसिंग ओके इन मोस्ट ऑफ द कम्युनिकेशन एंड दैट इज वेर मोस्ट ऑफ द मिस्टेक्स आर डन आई हैम्युनिकेशन प्लान और मार्केटिंग प्लान वेर द फर्स्ट शीट इज सेट दैट 
what is your communication object what is that you want to communicate about your brand okay do you want to communicate you are a trustworthy brand do you want to communicate that you are knowledgeable informative brand or do you want to communicate that you are a customer centric brand okay what is that you want to communicate without defining your communication objective it's impossible to have a good marketing plan in place because at the end of the day you will not achieve the true results of marketing which is not just lead generation or roi but also creating a brand okay so uh, and communication objectives plays a very important role so there so that's one of the very critical elements the third critical element i would say is joint goals and i think the word to emphasize here is joint okay uh, the reason i'm saying this is uh, marketing definitely has their goals many organizations define their goals okay but i have many a times seen that their sales goal or their business goals are not aligned with marketing goals okay or rather i should say the other way marketing is marketing goals are not aligned with their sales or business goals Correct. Okay. So, uh, if your sales goal uh, goal is to make sure that you deep dive into a specific account or specific set of accounts, or you have a dream accounts list and you want to just chase that dream account list, your marketing has to be account based marketing, and that's it. You don't need to do anything else. As against that, I have seen uh, where a uh, lot of organizers or lot of SMBs, especially SMBs, make this mistake that. their focus is to grow specific accounts grow in specific account but their marketing is blanket marketing or carpet bombing this okay so their marketing is trying to find new opportunities into the market while their sales and their business strategy is to grow their current accounts correct and that is where the mismatch starts happening now then you will say that marketing because when a new business is brought into the sales channel sales does not appreciate that because that's not what his goal is okay or neither uh, the management ap- appreciates that okay and then marketer always feels that they are not putting enough effort to convert a new sale basically okay while new sale is welcome sale for everybody how much effort you are going to spend behind that defines whether you will be able to uh, convert that new sales into an oppor- into an opportunity right so that is where the mismatch happens and i think that is where defining joint goal becomes one of the major critical elements for marketing okay and then selection of channels basically there are multiple channels to do marketing uh, and how you pick and choose based on your strategy based on your communication objective that you want to achieve and based on your goals that you want to achieve with sales and leadership then you can define what channels you want to use basically so in uh, so uh, to bring a long story short i think there are four four critical elements make sure your business strategy you know your business strategy in and out you know your communication objectives in and out you have joint goals defined and then go ahead and pick and choose choose the channels that you want the first three objectives or elements uh, are to be discussed with sales and business leaders okay and the last one is something that you have the leeway to so once you understand all these three first critical elements the last element of channels is something that you have to now take a decision that based on the above three elements what will be my fourth element and how what are the components of those four fourth element this is amazing kunal you are right generally grammatically or people do a generalized research and they figure out that only looking at target audience value props 
or directly jumping into you know channels like content social online and offline events are usually the most critical ones but they forget how you should perceive you know critical marketing elements in general measuring tracking all of it is correct but the key alongside has to be to be consistent be patient and if required get help from you know marketing leaders to understand how marketing should run or what is required to run i have experienced a lot of confusing communication threads if you don't do that uh, while we are at this strategy level discussions any challenges or common misconceptions you want to address oh there are a lot of them <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> so uh, <laughs> the first common misconception and that is where i think uh, everything boils down to is Uh, especially for SMBs is uh, are you able to convert a business okay uh, and uh, I think it's uh, rather I should not say it's a misconception okay but uh, people look at uh, marketing in isolation they don't look at part of the funnel okay and uh, like we talk about marketing funnel there is top layer then there is filtered middle layer and then there is bottom layer where you have the Uh, the crux of it basically what you need to go behind i think similarly marketing and sales together is a funnel basically okay and the common misconception is marketing should have a different funnel okay and that funnel <laughs> should lead to a lead uh, which is like super qualified ready to give you business <laughs> oh they know everything about your company and they want to give the business on a platter okay that's an expectation from a marketer okay and that is not how it it runs basically okay so i think the first common misconception about uh, if you look at it uh, the people have is marketing will generate leads i am not saying they won't okay but leads which are super qualified okay Correct. you have to understand how marketing works marketing is able to identify or curate interest in your prospective buyer okay and ask them to come and talk to us that's the job of marketing okay opening in opening amazing conversations with your customer or prospects is the job of marketing now if you if you are going to tie back revenues to that if you are going to tie back how much sales conversion happens then the marketer will all and i have seen this marketers start underperforming in such kind of situations right. right they don't focus on creating that good interaction with the buyer they focus on then how many of them are going to convert okay so while it's still a common practice lot of them will say uh, your targets are x number of mqls or sqls and so on and so forth okay i think the world now needs to move beyond uh, saying that uh, beyond quantitative but they have to move towards qualitative okay are you able to bring qualitative discussions to the table not just quantity if the answer is yes then your marketing is doing good otherwise 90% of the companies are marketing doesn't work i need help in marketing because you are looking at marketing as a sales channel right marketing is not a sales channel marketing is a supplement to a sales channel okay so that is i think one of the biggest misconceptions and then there are multiple misconceptions i mean uh, smaller ones uh, uh, 
the job of a marketing is to massage something <laughs> right <laughs> so, and i have heard this term a lot of times can you just massage this presentation can you make this presentation it will flurry our website is not that vibrant right? so uh, i think uh, uh, do you know what is what is my uh, website to lead count uh, conversion ratio what website traffic to lead conversion ratio no but our website doesn't work well is the common statement i mean we need to do something exciting uh, viral marketing right so <laughs> the thing has been viral <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not working or we don't have enough traffic on the website do you know we have 5000 visitors which are ag- exactly the kind of profiles that we want on our visits we don't want 10000 visitors we only want 5000 visitors or we don't want 50000 visitors we only want 5000 visitors because out of this 5000 we are able to generate 8 10 leads every month right correct that is what your goal has to be your goal cannot be that i want 50000 visitors right or you do some viral marketing and we need 50000 followers that's that's part of part and parcel of the whole game but uh, i mean as a misconception i would say this is what people expect out of it and the most important part the time frame given for this whole this uh, charade is like this year how much did you grow or oh, you grow your uh, base by only 3000 or 5000 followers no not good right so i think these are most common ones basically looking of marketing as a direct sales channel okay and it happens i'm not saying no it happens in b2c scenario but in b2b world i think one has to be one has to understand how the sales cycle works uh in certain cases in certain products the sales cycle will be small 15 days one month while in certain areas it will be 6 months 8 months 1 year 2 years and so on and so forth right so one has to understand it's not a direct sales channel okay it's an assisted sales channel it's going to help you improve your pipeline but it's not the only thing that's going to help you improve your pipeline okay 100% so, 100% totally agree and that's the reason why we chose this as a topic critical elements critical elements of marketing and core elements uh, there are core elements also there are several other marketing components also where smbs invest a lot of time and money you mentioned b2b uh, marketing how do you help differentiate if you could shed light on those core components while you are mentioning critical uh, elements you also mentioned components so i'd love to know more about how you look at it sure sure so by components i meant actually uh, uh, the fourth uh, element that we were talking about the channels basically Correct. right uh, so you have multiple components at your disposal uh, actually can i uh, right from seo to paid uh, paid advertising to doing social to doing content syndication uh, to doing thought leadership public relations uh, analyst relations awards and accolades events both online and offline events uh, partnerships for that matter okay so these are lot of this uh, core components that you can use uh, or rather components that you can use in your marketing strategy uh, to define what channels you will pick and choose basically based on their objective but i think uh, the core of all these components is a website okay and i think uh, marketer has to make sure that it is the prized position of a marketing department okay you said it you said it 
everything has to come to a website okay everything the complete strategy that you build what kind of content you are going to do what kind of social media you are going to do everything should have an anchor point in the website okay that's your ecosystem when it's like a black hole for you when someone enters in your website it has to suck everything about that person he just has to move around within website that's it okay if you are able to do that 90% of the time you will you will you will see that that person if not today later in the journey will make sure that he falls into your lead bucket basically okay if you don't focus on your website as the core many people might do fantastic other channels for themselves okay but if the website is not the core of your or the anchor point of your whole strategy then things will fall apart for you okay so that is where i feel uh, websites become the core that is the price position of a marketer they should not let go and that is the core element that needs to be defined okay once you have that core element in full control people don't invest too much in the core content again that is uh, <laughs> website uh, you can get it done or don't they don't give enough time okay uh, are a website it can be done in one month can we get the website up in one month okay or two months max right but they don't understand what's what's going in a website okay how your architecture is defined what will happen if your architecture goes wrong okay you will and many i have seen this many people struggle with the other components like seo because your core architecture is not well defined of your website right so i think uh, components are multiple okay uh, but the core component i would say is a website that is something that has to be amazing uh, from from an smb standpoint because that is your way to rise and shine okay that is and i think that is one of the most critical ones in today's world because everybody everybody is going to watch your website even before they talk to you they are going to watch your website okay even if you have succeeded to get a meeting with that person that person is going to browse you through your website first and then talk to you okay so if you look at it i believe the core component is a website for any marketer okay and then you have lot of channels to pick around that basically okay? whatever social you do paid you do uh, analyst partnerships everything that you do okay while partnership or analyst might involve lot of other elements even events but to make an event exciting you need an anchor point on the website right you need to have appointments done appointment setup done and everything and all that happens uh, if you have a good website uh, compelling images and everything on other part of your journey so that he comes he gets wowed and then the, it it falls into your bucket basically absolutely absolutely this is super helpful Uh, you're trying to hit two birds in one shot that is wonderful and i've even heard people saying they don't need a website or do i really need a website without understanding why a website is required so you rightly mentioned that website is at the core i've, I've seen other component like branding it looks easy but it isn't ultimately you need a website how what is it that you're going to brand content marketing email smm public relations you mentioned all of the seo they have long term benefits but are mostly underrated people see a lot of new things coming in with ai for ppc sem but where is this ultimately going to go it has to go into the core element which is the website uh, you are also right there are a host of others but these are the ones that smbs must invest especially the website uh, 
secondly uh, b2b uh, as we talking on that topic is more roi focused it's driven more by logic financial incentives rather than emotions at b2c there's a lot which can be talked about with respect to b2c b2b but maybe that's for some other day for us to research we might even come out with a podcast on that one in future <laughs> but to sum up uh, b2b has a long cycle but the relations are long term i'm sure smbs must understand the difference and imbibe it as a second skin before running any campaign the way you've tried to explain how website drives everything that's how they have to also understand and imbibe what is it that they are running into whether they are in a b2b environment or a b2c environment there are others like b2b to b b2b to c and a host of others but they have to understand first what is it that really drives it this episode is really building up i love this uh, moving on how can b2b companies effectively leverage let's say you mentioned content content marketing in their strategies i think uh, good so i think uh, if you look at it once you have defined your communication objective that what you want to communicate uh, that is where you flow into your content strategy basically okay uh, so let's say let's say for example i want to communicate that i am a thought leader basically okay now that will define uh, what is what would be my uh, channels or uh, way my content would work basically okay i want to be a thought leader and again i think uh, one has to take a very cautious decision when someone wants to be a thought leader nowadays everybody is a thought leader because everybody writes blogs right <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's not the case right um, when you say you want to be become a thought leader and uh, there's a lot of investment that goes to become a thought leader a and b you genuinely need to be a thought leader in that space right uh if if a company is doing a very superficial work in a specific area and they say that i want to become a thought leader it doesn't match somewhere or the other right but let's say for example in it services or it it world let's say for example where you and me have been uh involved a lot right uh a company who does a very superficial work uh, resource augmentation and this and that they want to become thought leaders in their areas okay do they have enough material to become thought leaders maybe not maybe yes okay but for them being thought leader is getting few blogs out getting writing few white papers and ebooks doing some webinars and that is what thought leadership is all about no you have to be in a commanding position to become a thought leader and i'm not saying that you always have to be in the commanding position right you don't have to be deloitte or uh, mckinsey of the world every time okay what i mean by being a commanding position is you know your subject well okay you know it in and out and that is when you you should start doing thought leadership okay so defining your communication objective has to be well aligned in your business process that where am i at, at what stage i am can i be perceived a startup can also be a thought leader i am not saying no to that okay don't give that wrong get that wrong impression that only big companies can become thought leadership no if you are building a very niche product okay and you write about that product or you write about that technology a lot you are a thought leader in that space right so when you are defining your content strategy or how you can leverage the content strategy once you define your communication objective that i want to become a thought leader right so what should i focus on okay now the, there are stages okay and your focus should change at every stage 
for example if you start with the journey of thought leadership your own assets are something that you have to look into okay start building your own assets first like you have an ecosystem you have good blogs educational blogs written around it few ebooks and white papers don't make it a big habit every month i am releasing four ebooks no or white papers no right come out with one white paper or one ebook or two ebooks a month max okay but they have to be super super uh, relevant to the topic okay many many a times people uh, and uh, nowadays people have to be very cautious uh, chat gpt can give them everything a, a, a good written <laughs> ebook in in minutes uh, but then that is where the differentiation will come basically right that uh, chat gpt will give you a generic idea okay you have to embed your thought process in that okay so uh, when you write those ebooks or white papers that has to be the main crux what is your thought process what is your take on it okay because information is available everywhere it's not that it's not available right so your take on it your thought on on it is something that makes you differentiate so let's say and coming back to our example let's say we want to say we want to be a thought leader then we say that okay start doing ebooks start doing blogs initially on your own media like your blog channel you can open a medium channel or some other channel a third party channel and start doing there that mm. okay the next stage is where you expand a little bit okay now you have a ecosystem created at the at home okay now you take some part of that ecosystem rewrite it in a little better fashion uh, because now you will have the insights people have read through it right so you'll get a good feedback Re- reword that remash it uh, you also will grow with that and then start doing third party publications basically right so now if you look at it my content strategy initially involved creating content on my own channels then in the phase 2 i am making sure that my content is now dissipated across different channels right i am not doing it on on my own channel i am trying to do it on third party channels okay that is when your thought leadership will actually come to the next stage basically okay so coming to how to leverage content marketing this is how you will leverage it basically okay you do phase wise approach you pick up the right channels to you want to do now let's say for example your content or let's take another example uh, your content your product is something that uh, does not have a big sales cycle okay uh, your product is something that needs a uh, lot of, unless and until people see it they don't get the value out of it if your product is that then videos is your content marketing channel right or reels is your content marketing channel because people need to see it in front of their eyes to understand what it is right so if your product is that or your service is that that people will get a feel only when they see it then you you use different channels right so based on your communication objective you have to define what kind of marketing or content channels i'll start using right uh, and like i said like third channel in the first thought leadership example what will be the next phase doing content syndication doing joint webinars with third parties right you going and speaking in events as speaker slot and something like that okay but while you do all this always remember that every content marketing piece okay has to have your point of view a okay that's the most important part for any content marketing strategy it has Correct. to bring your point of view if you are not able to bring that in your content marketing strategy then i don't think it would work every time for you 
okay uh, you might do some social media you will get followers you will start seeing people on the website all the all that things will start flowing in but those are very secondary metrics to major marketing okay those are not your primary metrics your metrics has to be that do people in the industry look up to you if your goal is thought leadership do industry people in the industry may not put you in the mckinsey bucket but next to mckinsey the right consulting company is this because you have to go and you have to be projected like that, right so your marketing strategy based on your communication objective uh, define the channels and then in channels also start taking a phase wise approach don't jump all the guns at the same time correct correct and it is going to grow it's not like with one strategy itself you're directly going to become a thought leader it has to be a consistent effort you're right so the reason why i asked this uh, for people to know is you know kunal is an avid promoter of content being the king which is why you see there are a lot of ideas that are coming through as he is speaking uh, and on a lighter note you know we've seen people give marks internally to content while pushing online uh, they have to understand who is uh, this content meant for who should be giving the marks it has to come from the audience they have will tell you whether your content is working or performing or not your perspective is what matters you have to understand for whom the content is intended okay on the topic of marks uh, what should be the essential kpis for measuring success for these campaigns oh uh, you will get lot of kpis lot of it uh, <laughs> i think <laughs> uh and that's i think that's the beauty of digital marketing right uh, it has given you so much it has given marketers so much arsenal to go and present their case in front of management that i can't believe i mean uh, earlier it was very few metrics that people could talk about but now you have multiple multiple metrics that you can take to your uh, management and say that how marketing is doing good okay Correct. um and uh, obviously uh, people will talk about website traffic there are views how many mqls generated mqls to sql conversion sql to uh, con- uh, customer conversion right uh, or even uh, even social media engagement analytics uh, web analytics uh, crm engagement rate uh, so let marketing handle the top of the funnel while middle and bottom of the funnel should actually be handled by sales teams basically okay so initial stage focus on these areas that is lead conversion roi and those kind of areas but as you grow as an smb becomes bigger and bigger that is when they can start leveraging uh, what is my sentiment analytics what is my conversion or engagement rate and so on and so forth right so there are multiple ways you can measure kpis and i think that's how an smb should differentiate between what kpis are important at what stage absolutely absolutely you're right in fact uh, that's the reason why digital marketing became famous you could do that uh, i i believe i also believe that kpis should be strongly aligned to goals they should be measurable relevant achievable but they should also be realistic as to you should understand what stage you are in and then define the goal its so conversion rate or roi when should you focus on that website traffic views leads when you should be focusing on that share of voice customer satisfaction or engagement when it is at important basically it's all numbers so since we're talking on lead gen let's let me add one more question to this what could be a lead gen strategy for b2b 
okay um i think uh, that's a very difficult question to answer to be very very uh, upfront okay because there are multiple uh, multiple uh, things into taken taken into consideration okay so for example um based on uh, based on your stage based on your size uh, your lead generation strategies should differ okay so initially i think uh, uh, organizations can focus more on digital channels okay uh, because there is a clear roi defined to it okay uh, and a uh, lot of in- information is available when you do Uh, digital campaigns or digital marketing basically okay you know what is the volume you know what is the intent so uh, you can make a good guesstimate out of it okay uh, that this is what is what i'll get while there is a lot of experimentation involved but this is what i get okay so if you are a growing smb or a initial stage smb digital marketing becomes a good starting point okay having said that you also need to understand that does your product or a service has good intent in the market in search engine basically when i say in the market i mean search engine then only your digital would work or or social would work well basically because your intent is directly available to you basically okay that Absolutely. should be your first that should be your first lead gen strategy as you grow in you can leverage a little more expensive but quality leading uh, or quality conversations happening that is through events right that is through analyst correct uh, that is through branding that is where uh, you can start investing more because yeah. now you are not much concerned on roi now you are trying to build a different image you are trying to communicate something and that is where the second stage of your lead generation uh, may not be direct lead generation uh, it can be through channels like branding events and stuff like that uh, it will have both direct leads and indirect leads and just to let you know uh, and all the uh, the audience that we might have uh, i have seen this as a trend in 3 to 4 companies okay the biggest of the accounts in these companies have come through marketing and not through sales correct okay but i have also seen that because they have invested in right channels at the right time okay i have seen companies where Uh, they have invested events very early in their stage spend lot of money but nothing coming out okay um and there are companies who have invested in events later in the stage where they got got some size something in uh, in that to talk about and then they have leveraged the maximum benefit out of it what it means is it doesn't mean that you don't have to go to an event okay? you can be an attendee for an event you don't have to sponsor a event basically is what i'm trying to say right picking the right channel Correct. at the right stage becomes very important absolutely absolutely you're right and i'm sure you know this discussion can go on and on you know we love talking and uh, we love discussing more insights into it. i have 15 20 more questions that i can ask you as we discuss but uh, for the sake of our first podcast let me try and uh, sum it up uh, to ask you from a current perspective there is a ongoing recession people say there are a lot of technology innovations that are coming up or even the market conditions are changing so what do you think smbs should do to better adapt to this if you can summarize it for us okay so um to adapt to this changing conditions i think uh, the only way to adapt to this changing conditions is embrace them 
okay um correct marketing is marketing is one channel where you uh, you can be at the forefront of embracing everything okay that's the channel your sales cannot embrace everything on day one your uh, manufacturing if you are in a manufacturing world or your services uh, cannot embrace everything immediately up front basically but marketing can for example chat gpt or even generative ai look at it okay that's a new way of doing marketing right uh, does it take away marketer's job no it doesn't correct okay. so i think from a smb standpoint from a marketer's standpoint uh, uh, embracing that change is something that is most important because you will be able to create craft creative uh, campaigns out of it okay so every turmoil is a good turmoil for a marketer because now you have one more channel or one more communication uh, communication piece at your disposal uh, communication idea at your disposal right so think of it right uh, if things never changed uh, writing a what is generative ai blog would not have been possible right correct do you write what is seo in today's world no you don't write that blog because there are thousands and thousands of articles written about it correct <laughs> right so every new change in technology every new such change gives the marketer uh, the opportunity to come back to the basics and start writing from basics a new channel to talk about a new uh, area to talk about or new segment to talk about right so yeah. i think uh, the only way to do it is embrace it wonderful wonderful way to summarize it embrace change and i know why you can say that you are an avid learner yourself you do read a lot you do embrace it i remember chat gpt 3.5 we've already been using it even though the other versions have gone but when it came you were the first one to use it so on uh, on wrapping up this uh, podcast what Do you, what resources or books would you recommend our listeners if they want to deep dive into B2B marketing? So, Tana, I won't uh, give you a direct book name or anything like that, okay? I don't want to do that. Everybody will have their favorites. Uh, being a content marketer uh, or being a marketeer, uh, at least we should, we should uh, be the people who can say that. Uh, All books are good. Correct, correct. I totally get it. I totally get it. Thank you. Thank you, Kudal. Uh, you've been wonderful sharing a lot of insights uh, on this very first episode. There are so many points for SMBs to take up uh, and also for our fellow marketers. I would love how to know how you guys felt about this episode. Thank you. Thank you once again for the listeners who have tuned in. The next episode will come hopefully later this month and with yet another marketing leader. So stay tuned with uh, Mindful Minutes. Do share, rate, review uh, this channel and follow me on LinkedIn for more updates. Remember, marketing is not a cost center. It's an investment center. Let's treat it like one. This is Tanay Sarpoddar on Mindful Minutes. Until next time, Namaskar. Take care.